0: Hello, and thank you for listening to the Healing Hearts Worship Center podcast under the leadership of our senior pastor, Sherita L. Smith. Here we are a ministry that believes in faith, healing, and deliverance. We pray that the word of God will touch you, bring you direction, correction, and deliverance. We thank you for listening. Enjoy the message. And remember, we love you to life. So we're going to get into this word, amen? amen we're gonna get into this word we do have a a powerful word from the Lord today so just turn to your neighbor and say buckle up amen amen so the scripture that I'm coming to you from is Matthew 27 verses 15 through 26 I'm gonna be reading from the NIV version there's a particular reason why I chose the NIV version I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into that in a minute hallelujah 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 Matthew 27, verses 15 through 26. If you have it, say amen. And if you don't have it, say give me a second. Give me a second. Amen. There goes the second. Hallelujah. 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 So it reads, the word reads, Now it was the governor's custom at the festival to release a prisoner chosen by the crowd. At that time, they had a well-known prisoner whose name was Jesus Barabbas. So when the crowd had gathered, Pilate asked him, which one do you want me to release to you? Jesus Barabbas, or Jesus who is called the Messiah. For he knew it was out of self-interest that they had handed Jesus over to him. While Pilate was sitting on the judge's seat, his wife sent him this message. said, don't Have anything to do with that innocent man, for I have suffered a great deal today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and the elders persuaded the crowd to ask for Barabbas and to have Jesus executed. He says, Which of the two do you want me to release to you? asked the governor. Barabbas, they answered. What shall I do then with Jesus, who is called the Messiah? Pilate asked and they all answered crucify him. He said why? What crime has he committed? Asked Pilate. But they shouted all the louder crucify him. And when Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere but that instead an uproar was starting he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. Pilate said I am innocent of this man's blood. It is your responsibility. And all the people answered, his blood is on us and on our children. Oh, God. In the theme that we're in, you can have a seat, you can have a seat. In the theme that we are in, what are you thinking 2.0? How many of you all agree that your thoughts are what invoke your decisions or your choices So, in this word, when I was studying this, I said, why do we come to this word, God? He said, I want you to ask the people, what is your Barabbas? What is your Barabbas? And I'm going to dig into that. I'm going to make a few points and then we're going to be out of here. The first point is, you can't have two masters. There has to be a choice that you have to make in between. You see, the reason why I read, I read the NIV version, because I did some research. Dr. Lawyer, you're going to be proud of me. I dug, I dug deep in this. I did some research and when I came across the name Jesus Barabbas, I only saw one other version that described him as Jesus Barabbas. All the rest of them just called him Barabbas. So I said, well, the word as Pastor Joe Hayden always says, the word is true. The word is solid. So it couldn't be by mistake that the NIV version said Jesus Barabbas. There had to be a reason why they put Jesus in front of Barabbas. So I went as I looked upon it, I said, "Okay, Jesus Barabbas is broken down as the son of the father. And then Jesus Christ is broken down as the son of God. So I said, okay, let me get into a deep spiritual moment with this name of Jesus Barabbas and Jesus the Christ. I realized that when they were both presented to the people by Pilate, you had to choose to master. See, we call Jesus our master, but there is another Jesus that is spoken about in the Bible. And it says in 2 Corinthians 11 and 4, it said, for if someone comes to you and preaches a Jesus other than the Jesus we preached, Or if you receive a different spirit from the spirit you received or a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it easily enough. What it means by that is that we listen to the false gods of the world and we accept those more easy than we we accept the spirit of Jesus the Christ so when the people gathered and Pilate presented Jesus Barabbas and Jesus the Christ and asked which one do you want me to free to you people what he's asking for all the deep people in the world what he's asking for is which master do you serve do you serve Jesus Barabbas or do you serve Jesus the Christ but it's by a choice you can't have both and it's easier to choose Jesus Barabbas because we 've seen the work of Jesus Barabbas on the earth it 's physical we can touch it, we can taste it, we can see it, and how many of you understand that when you choose Barabbas in that in that time frame, you choose it as i 'm comfortable because I know it see i got i 'm talking to the ones that aren 't saved see the ones that aren't saved, they don't understand what our Jesus, Jesus the Christ, can do because they don't know Jesus for themselves. But they know Jesus Barabbas. See, Barabbas was labeled in the Bible as a no- notorious person. That means widely well known for negative things when you say you're notorious. So he wasn't a stranger to the people. He was familiar It was a familiar face. It was a familiar look. It was a familiar experience. But now we coming into this moment where I have to choose between something I don't know and something I do know. But it's easier for me to take that. I don't know what this Jesus will do for me, but I knew what this one did let me make it let me make it a little more plain i don't know what this jesus does for me but i know what that drink did for me i don't know what this jesus did for me but i know what that girl did for me oh no we're going to talk real in here i don't know what this jesus did for me but i know what that drug did for me i know that barabbas so even though it wasn't good for me i was familiar And I was comfortable. But you can't have two masters. You can't have it your way. It's not Burger King, brother. If you want Burger King, I think it's a couple miles up. But not in here in the house of God. You can't have two masters. You can't have two masters. So keep that in your thought. What are you thinking? Keep that in your mind. You can't serve two masters. My next point here is tune out the noise. In verse 22 and 23, Pilate says, what shall I do then with Jesus who is called the Messiah? And they all answered, crucify him. And he said, why? What crime has he committed? And they shouted louder and said, crucify him. Now, I'm pretty sure in that crowd, it wasn't everybody that wanted to see Jesus the Christ crucified but the crowd was persuaded by the priests and the elders that were there that were jealous of Jesus of Christ they 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 encouraged the crowd they invigorated the crowd to be louder to say we want barabbas so you have to tune out the noise of your own world you ever been in a situation where let's talk about let's let's all think back to the time that we first got saved when we was really on fire for God okay you were listening to every gospel song on the radio or Spotify, okay? You found your favorite scripture and you put it up on Facebook and Twitter, all right? Some people even got it tattooed on themselves, that's all right, and that's all right. You want fire for God, you want fire, but then, <laughs> but then you went around to your, your peers that weren't where you were and you had to go and they wanted to go and hang out at the familiar places that you used to hang out with them but you knew you couldn't do that no more because i'm saved now i can't do i can't go to that place and i can't do that thing but how many times have you been in a situation where it just seems like it's just you that is speaking on behalf of christ while everybody else is speaking on behalf of the world and then the more that you say no the more that they're encouraging you to say yes and if you ever notice, if you're in the conversation, they don't just say yes. They don't say come on, no. They, they get louder and tell you, man, come on. You know you want to go over here, man. What God gonna do to you? You you we've been here. You good? Come on, have this smoke with me. Have this drink with me. Come on, let's go to this club. Let's go to this party. Come on, let's. Get, uh, uh, let me tell you a story about this. When I was a teenager. I wanted to go to this house party. Now, everybody, remember, everybody in here, you familiar with the house party. Don't act like you was all Jesus, Jesus, Jesus your whole life. Everybody was familiar with the house party. You know, that one person that had the big house probably had the basement that was all emptied out. You put the two little speakers up, and then you cranking the whole night through. You ain't feeling nothing. Come out t-shirts, sweating. You, You done had a good time at the house party. So I wanted to go to this big house party. And my mother, my mother, she, she, For whatever reason, she wanted to say, you shouldn't go to that party. She said she had a feeling you shouldn't go to that party. And now I'm upset because I wanted to go. I did all my chores. I did my homework. I'm good. She said, don't go. So I tell my friends, I can't go to the party. Now, back then, you know, we didn't have free text messaging. We didn't have iPhones, So I had a Sprint flip phone. So, you know, they called you. You couldn't text because you had to pay for text. They called me. They called me because you had to pay for that text. You couldn't do that. For all the young people that's here, count your blessings on the Free Texas. <laughs> count your blessings. So, I, so everybody's calling me saying, man, come on, come on. I'm like, man, I can't go. My mom said I can't go, so I'm going to stay in the house. And now they're getting upset with me because I'm not going. And they're getting louder with me. And every time I hung up with one person, the other person called. And every time I hung up with them, the other person called. They, they're trying to find who's going to convince him to eventually go. I ended up not going. But then I found out the next day that someone called the police and half of them were arrested because they had weed in there and they had alcohol in there. and We were all underage. See, I was protected in that moment to not go because I tuned out the noise that was around me. You have to tune out the noise. You have to tune out the noise because it's always going to be loud and it might just be you. It might just be you. But it said that he left the 99 for the one. So you got to be the one to call out for Jesus Christ. You got to be the one that he's going to hear. He doesn't need a whole crowd. He just needs you. He just needs your voice. He just needs your worship. He just needs your praise. He just needs your yes. So tune out the noise. Tune out the noise. My next point in this. Turn to your neighbor and say, it be your own people. Oh, God. we about to be in trouble on this one. It be your own people. Be your own. You see, when you look back at this story in particular, you got to, if you read your Bibles, I am believe everybody in HHWC, they read their Bibles. So if you understand the story, you understand the story that when we get to this point, he has already ridden on the donkey. All the praise and worship of Jesus has already been established by the public. They cheered, they had, they had the, the tree leaves fanning all over the place. I mean, everything was great for Jesus. And then we get here, and the same people, the same people that praised him, were the same ones that called for Barabbas to be set free it be your own people and what's crazy about this is that Jesus knew this the whole time he knew that this was going to happen that's how that's how I know I can't be Jesus because if, if I know oh no nah, I'm gonna I'm find a way to maneuver out of this if I know you're trying to set me up he knew and in the bible In the Bible, it tells the story many times of your own people coming against you. It tells it. It tells it several times. Judas betrayed him for money, and he ate at the table. It'd be your own people. It'd be your own people. Peter, the OG, the thug of the group, denied him not once, but three times said he didn't know him the fiercest one of all the disciples denied him three times it be your own people Cain killed his brother Abel killed his own brother out of jealousy it be your own people out of jealousy Joseph Joseph with his great coat his brother sold him sold them out of jealousy for the gifts that God gave him. it be your own people. job's wife, instead of praying with him, told him to curse God. told him to curse God and die. His wife, it'd be your own people. It be your own people. Jacob took Esau's blessing from his father. And not only did he took it, he took it with the help of his own mother. It be your own people. It be your own people. That's why you have to, you have to be aware of those that are around you. And you have to be aware of the ones that are so quick to walk with you. I'm not saying that you're not supposed to trust people. Of course, there should be a, a certain group of people. It should be a certain circle, as we always say, my circle, my circle. There should be a circle that you trust, but you need to be in tune with your discernment. You need to be in tune with the Holy Spirit for the people that are around you because it's the ones that are around you are the ones that's going to hurt you the most. When the enemy says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy, it means that the enemy comes to kill the very thought of you in their head of what they thought was positive it means to steal that the love steal the love that they had for you when they were in that relationship with you and then destroy whatever relationship that you establish it's to steal kill and destroy god's not going to use a stranger to take you down he's not going to talk to a stranger Because someone from the street could say something about me and that bounces off my shoulder. But if someone like my wife says something about me, that's going to trigger because she's in my heart. She's in my space. She's in my vulnerability. She is the person that I trust. In my vulnerability is where she lies. So it's in the vulnerability where the enemy will try to infiltrate to destroy the very thing that is in you from God. Turn to your neighbor again and say it be your own people. Mm. Thank you, God. It be your own people. The next point I'm gonna make here is that this one, this one is the heaviest one to me. Was the blood is on your hands. The word says when Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere. So he was at his limits. And then instead of him convincing them that he was innocent, they got into an uproar. And he took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. And he said, I am innocent of this man's blood. It is your responsibility. And all the people answered so foolishly and boldly. His blood is on us and then on our children. So I'm coming to you and I'm going to ask this question. Aren't you tired of his blood being on your hands? Aren't you tired? And I'm going to tell you why, because I know I, I feel it. Some people say, "Oh, his blood's not on my hands. I'm covered by his blood, but his blood is not on my hands. I'm going to tell you why it's on your hands. Because I'm not talking about Barabbas as a person. I'm talking Barabbas as a spirit, an entity. And every time you choose something of sin or every time you choose something of the world instead of God, you put Jesus Christ's blood on your hands. You free Barabbas every time. You freed him. You freed Barabbas. Every time you chose, every time you chose to lie, you freed Barabbas. Every time you chose to speak ill on somebody else's name, you chose Barabbas. Every time you lied on someone's name, you chose Barabbas. Every time you stole, you chose Barabbas. Every time you killed, I mean in the spirit, I don't know everybody's story, so I'm not going to go there. We don't know what police are watching, but in the spirit, every time you kill somebody, you chose Barabbas. You freed Barabbas and said Jesus to be crucified. Aren't you tired? Aren't you tired? And I understand everything works perfect in God's way, but God already sent his son to be sacrificed for my sins. So why am I choosing to continue to choose Barabbas to continue to send Jesus to the cross? I don't want to choose Barabbas anymore. I don't want to free Barabbas anymore. Jesus already took the cross so let me take my Barabbas and let Barabbas take the cross for once. Let Barabbas walk with the cross on his shoulders. Let Barabbas feel the nail in his hands. Let Barabbas feel the thorn thorn crown on his head. Let Barabbas take the beating. Not Jesus Christ. He already did it for me. So the least I can do is say free Jesus and not free Barabbas. It's the least I can do. And we have to understand that it's not only Jesus, but it's the people of God. And I'm, talking, I'm not talking about the people of God that's in the church. I'm talking about the people of God that's out here. You see, I'm gonna, let, me, let me break this down for, for, for men, for the men. Since this is Men's Sunday, I'm going to break this part down. I remember there was a brother that came to this church. I'm not going to say no name. And this brother came, the first time he came, he was quiet, sat in the back, and didn't say anything. And pastor preached a powerful word. And you know how our pastor is when she gets into it. Everybody gets delivered. Everybody. I believe if Satan sat right here, she'd deliver Satan. I believe that. So he sat in the back, and when pastor was done and asked if anybody wanted to come to the front, he came, and he came and with his pants sagging, he came in a t-shirt, and he came and he smelt like marijuana. I mean, it, it, it was such a, uh, a scent that was so strong, like when an old person put on too much cologne. And I had on a suit that day. It's a rare time you see me in a suit, because you know I'm always working and stuff. It's a rare moment I was in a suit, but I was in my good suit that day. <laughs> and pastor told me to pray for him and as I prayed for him and I could smell the marijuana I think I'm getting contact high but I'm praying and then I hugged him and I hugged him tight and I hugged him close and I talked to him and I prayed and we cried and prayed and we cried and we prayed and we we cried and I told him I said I hope to see you next week brother and he said okay and he came the next week and the following week, still t-shirt, shagging jeans, smell like marijuana. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because a lot of times in the church, what happens is that people get so holy and people feel so saved that they don't know how to deal with someone that comes in that way. See, me, when he walked in, I dap him up the same way. I don't care if it's on my clothes. If I go home and someone asks me, why you smell like marijuana? Don't worry about it. It's not your business. If you know me, you know it wasn't me, so don't worry about it don't worry about it but i hugged them the same way and loved them the same way and i didn't do anything else see that's the problem that we have in church is that people feel that they gotta go the extra mile they feel like they gotta say something to them they feel like they gotta criticize them for who they are when god in the the bible said for god he just said love thine own." that's all just love your neighbor love your brother love your sister And that's all I did. I just loved him. Every time he came, I just loved him. I didn't care. Then after a while now, see, what happens is when you do that, you open the door for God to be God. You see, because what happened after that was that he started coming in and now I didn't smell the marijuana anymore. I smelled cologne. And he kept coming in. And then next thing you know, he comes in. Now his pants is up with a belt. And he's coming in. And then next thing you know, he starts dressing up. He puts on slacks. He puts on shirt. He put on a tie. And he looks clean. I didn't say anything to him about it. I never brought it up. I just loved him. I just loved him. But had I not, had I criticized him from the beginning, had I dismissed him when he needed someone to just hug on him and love on him, he would have went back out into the world and say, oh, there go them church folk again. And then his blood would be on my hands. His blood would be on my hands. It's the responsibility that we have here in the church is to love. How can we be called Healing Hearts Worship Center and we don't try to heal the heart because we're so busy looking at the outside? How? How? How can we be under a pastor that preaches love and deliverance preaches healing and we've seen her go into the depths of holes to bring people out and i stand here and not want to hug on my brother because he smells like marijuana as if i ain't never hung around people in my past life that smoked marijuana as if i was someone that didn't partake in marijuana before but all of a sudden now i'm saved so i can't be a part of that no It's the very fact that I used to partake in it. It's the very fact that I used to be around it is why God sent me to him. Because he said, I did it for you, so I need you to do it for him. I need you to bring him in like I brought you in. Just bring him to me and I'll take care of the rest. Because the blood is on my hands. The blood is on my hands. Oh God! thank you Holy Ghost thank you Holy Ghost the blood is on my hands and I'm going to give this last point and we're going to be done you have to make a choice you have to make a choice you have to choose Jesus Barabbas or you have to choose Jesus Christ because we keep sending Jesus to his death. And even Pilate said that he's innocent. His wife said that he's innocent. I want you to have nothing to do with that. That's an innocent, righteous man. But we keep choosing Barabbas. We keep choosing Barabbas. We keep choosing the murderer. We keep choosing the thief. We keep choosing the riot starter. We keep choosing the one that is against all things that God speaks of. We choose the one that believes in violence when Jesus Christ believes in love. We keep choosing Barabbas. But I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but I, I don't want to choose Barabbas anymore. Everybody has a Barabbas in their life. You need to think about what the Barabbas is in yours. What is the one thing that you're not letting go of to go die? And spare Jesus' life. What is the one thing that you're not letting go to die? What is your Barabbas? Because I'm telling you right now, I don't want Barabbas. I've seen what it looks like for me. I already know. I'm already familiar. But this Jesus Christ... Now nah, that's something I want. Jesus Christ, that, that man, that's something I want. I want the man that made the blind man see. I want the man that healed the blood from the woman. I want the one that made the lame man walk. I want that Jesus. I want that Jesus that delivered me. I want that Jesus that delivered my brother. I want that Jesus that spoke life into me i want that jesus said that i am the truth the way and the life i want that jesus i want that jesus i want the one that they call elohim i want that jesus i want that jesus that in exodus 23 said worship the lord your god and his blessing will be on your food and water and i will take away any sickness from among you i want that jesus I want that Jesus that teaches me how to love my neighbor. I want that Jesus that knows how to battle me through all of my storms. I want that Jesus that knows that when I wake up in the morning, he knows he gave me breath in my lungs. I want that Jesus that opened up my eyes. I want that Jesus that gave me the voice to speak. I want that Jesus that knows he can come from high and deliver anyone that is in need of deliverance. I want that Jesus. I want that Jesus
1: that told Lazarus to get up from your tomb. I want That Jesus. I don't want the I want the miracle worker. I want the one that can move all mountains. I want the one that gives me strength like no other. I want that Jesus. I want the Jesus that knows how to love me. I want the Jesus that knows how to forgive me. I want the Jesus that already sacrificed for me. I want the Jesus that hung his head for me. I want the Jesus that took the nails for me. I want the Jesus that took the beating for me. I don't know about you and your Barabbas. But I'm telling you today, saints of God, that I want the Jesus of Nazareth. I want Jesus the Messiah. I want Jesus the Christ. I want Jehovah. I want Emmanuel. I want Jesus. Oh! I want Jesus. Jesus the song said You can have all of this world but give me Jesus You can have all the parties but give me Jesus You can have all of the popularity but give me Jesus You can have all of the followers but give me Jesus You can have all of the titles but give me Jesus I want Jesus Let Barabbas take his death." let Barabbas take it I want Jesus I want Jesus to Christ I don't care what the crowd says he's gonna hear my voice saying
0: I want you God I want Jesus to Christ not Barabbas so you have a choice
1: Jesus, that Jesus, that Jesus that forgave me, that Jesus that showed me mercy, that Jesus that gave me grace, that Jesus that said, despite of your filthy rag, I'll make you clean, that Jesus, my God, me Jesus
0: give me Jesus what are you thinking church what are you thinking you have a decision to make and this is a better time as any because he made the world sit still he made the world sit still for you to think What is your Barabbas in your life? What is your Barabbas? You gotta choose. Do I want Jesus the Christ or do I want Barabbas? Make the choice because I'm gonna tell you what. He already sacrificed his son. So understand that if you choose Barabbas this time, It's your cross to bury. It's your cross to take. It's your beating to take. It's your beating to take. So choose wisely. Jesus already did it. So choose. Because if you choose Barabbas, it's your turn. It's not Jesus' turn. It's your turn. And I don't want to endure what Jesus endured for me you can have all of this world but give me Jesus the Christ thank you for listening to Healing Hearts Worship Center podcast please follow us on all social media platforms Facebook YouTube and Instagram as well as our website www.hhwc10.com For updates of all our events. If you would like to donate to our ministry, please visit www.hhwc10.com and hit the donate button, or www.ezekielgiving.com forward slash hhwc, or text to give 240 660 4492. We hope that the word that you heard was a blessing to you. And remember, we love you, God loves you, and Jesus is Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. We love you to life. Peace be unto you. Grace and peace be multiplied.